your local tyre power. Holiday getaway sale. Get four for the price of three on Falcon Wild Peak all-terrain tyres. Mourn Team Hyundai at Port Adelaide. All your family needs in a vehicle built for tomorrow that's here today. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go! Two minutes past seven. Good morning. We're in Studio Lumo, powered by Lumo Energy SA. If you are listening on the app, the SEN app, highly encourage you to do so. You can listen to all of the SEN shows on there. You can send us a text and call us directly from the app. You can have a look at what goes on behind the scenes in Studio Lumo. Hopefully the cameras aren't rolling when the microphones aren't on Mark Bickley. Otherwise, there might be some legal action there. Um, we had a text coming in on 0427-154-166 from Alex from Glam Nutrition Club. I reckon we should give him a bit of love. Please. Yes, absolutely. He's a great supporter of ours. He says, morning, lads. Just want to thank you both for getting me through my early morning start. Saturday is our first birthday at Glam Nutrition, and I think I've listened to every single day of you guys. Thank you and hope to see you both on Saturday for a birthday drink. Well, we might have to do that, but... Uh, no, we will do that. I got a message from Alex yesterday you? saying you and Bix should come down. You don't check your social media or anything. Well, I don't. I'm you basically, it's interesting that you're still blaming the Optus outage for not getting back to work texts. <laughs> so that's giving you a great out. They're out still, aren't they? It's weird. You're not even on Optus. It's really weird. You're not even on the internet. You signed up to Optus just so it would fail so you didn't have to get back to us. Um, so if you go down to the Grange area, uh, a wonderful place. Um, just off Military Road, and uh, Alex has not only just been taking care of uh, a lot of the sports teams in South Australia, but so many South Australians with their fantastic nutritionist. Is it is nutritionist a word? Nutritional. What do you, what context is it? Just wanted to say it. <laughs> There's lots of uh, nutrition involved in the the smoothies and the juices mm. and the drinks that they have. So nutritional value. Thank you. Um, go and say hello to Alex and the whole team who, and we don't say this lightly, the fact that Alex has been listening from day one, that means a lot to us because there was a lot of unknown going into what we were doing together at the start of the year. And we are so grateful to have people listening mm. to us because we like to talk sport, but we also like to keep it pretty lighthearted. Mm. That also gives us an opportunity to play um, elephant sound effects. <laughs> and I do that regularly. Elephant in the room on SENSA Breakfast. It just did me. But it feels like an elephant shaking his big trunk for the hell of it. Who sings this? You just put this together. You clearly. Yeah, I just went out song. and played the banjo out there before. This is Tame Impala. Tame Impala. They got a nomination last night at the Arias, I noticed. Oh. Did realise entertainment guru Peter Ford's in the yeah. studio. So <laughs> what else not? you got? Who else won some Arias last night? Uh, Kylie Minogue won one yeah. for the first time in about 17 years. Troy... C- Chaplin. Sivian. <laughs> Troy Sivan. Sivan. Yeah. Yeah, he won the main gong, didn't he? Oh, you're telling he the did. story. He won Song of the Year with Rush. How does that go? Oh, I'm not going to sing it. And it's not a, you know, it's not a sing-along type of song. I don't know it. Okay. Uh, but what I do know, Bix, and what I do really well is just break the awkward silence with elephants. <laughs> Let's talk the Cricket World Cup, the first elephant in the room. This is where we kind of address things Mm. that people haven't spoken about. It's your first chance to talk the hard-hitting issues on this Thursday morning. The Cricket World Cup. So I know we had Stu on a caller earlier saying that South Africa have been a very, very good team during this and Australia are going to be right on their money to get over the top of South Africa. But what I think is 
This whole thing, the Cricket World Cup in India, is geared around India winning. India are doing their part. They they are uh, looking absolutely magnificent. And as much as we might not like to think it, what happens tonight if there is a game or tomorrow, depending on the weather, South Africa and Australia playing in this semi-final are playing for second spot. I don't think anyone's getting over India. It's a big call. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really big call. So the controversy was all about the pitch. Let's have a listen to Rohit Sharma talking about this pregame. We're going to back first. What do you make of this pitch? Yeah, looks like a good pitch. Um, looks on a slower side as well. Uh, but yeah, I mean, whatever we do, uh, we know we do understand that we have to do do that well. I love Rowan. Yeah, it looks like a good pitch. Yeah, it looks like, like the one I asked for. Yeah, no, it did really well, actually. We've got everything we asked for, and um, we're pretty impressed with that. So, Australia, no chance, if they win tonight, no chance to beat India. Uh, well, I know what you're saying. Not no chance, but I feel like the two teams playing tonight have had amazing tournaments. I, I tend to agree with Stu that it's it's relied, Australia's campaign has relied on individual brilliance, probably two or three guys at different stages who have just been phenomenal. And South Africa have been much more consistent and even, but uh, I don't think they're getting over the top of India. So has Glenn Maxwell and his heroics, Virat Kohli getting his 50th one-day international century, have they saved the 50-over format? Or do you feel that this is just going to fizzle away and we're all um, not going to be talking about it again? No. Because we'll have, we'll have an ODI series here in Australia where everyone will get bored again. What what has saved the, this 50-over tournament is is what we saw last night. Mm. 397 versus 300 and whatever, you know, 27, I think, New Zealand made, something like that. So there's three centuries in that game. People go there to, to see sixes and fours and excitement and great fielding. So I think what what – we have to find is a balance. Mitchell Stark has started to talk about it as a bowler. You know, there's not much love for the bowlers at the moment when you just, you know, really short boundaries, big fat bats. Um, you know, I heard Maxwell talking about the 200. He gave an interview with, it might have been um, on the Howie Games, or one of the podcasts where he just said, I knew I could hit it for six, you know, like short boundary. And I knew this bowler pretty well. If he put it in the slot, even if I got half of it, it was going for six. Now, I just think we need to pair that back a little bit, but that's what that's what we want to go. That's why we go to T Twenty is to see lots of runs. Well, guess what? You get double that when you go to a fifty over game. And batting first is extremely important. We've seen that in this World Cup. This is what Andrew McDonald had to say. Oh, incredibly value, valuable. Um, we've seen throughout the tournament. It probably has turned into a, a little bit of a bat first tournament. And, Tournaments tend to take on these types of trends, and we saw even with the um, T20 World Cup that we won in the UAE, where it was a, it was a chasing tournament, where I think it was 85 percent of games were won chasing. So uh, this one seems to have gone into that space. We, we know South Africa favour batting first as well. That's when they're at their best, and and I think you you could arguably say the same for us that um, you know we're we're at our best when we, when we bat first. The kink in most teams when the, there's a score on the board and and you're chasing, you, it's more difficult to hit that winning run. So good luck to the Aussies tonight, Mark Bickley, as we continue elephant in the room. Um, what happens if the Adelaide Crows go out in straight sets and they lose this weekend? When is it? Is it Saturday night they're playing? Saturday night at Norwood Oval. Mm. What happens? I would think this, this isn't an elephant in the room. This is a brontosaurus in the room if, if that would happen. It, it's, I haven't even thought about it. 
Sydney are riding a wave of momentum coming from... Why not us? That's their mantra. Yeah, and they've come from bottom last year. Uh, winless, I think they were. And and they've come all the way through, beat the Gold Coast Suns comfortably last week. I think Adelaide will get over the top of Sydney. But if they didn't, for whatever reason, it would be a wasted season. Mm. Nine and one in the home and away says you are the dominant <clears throat> player. Maybe not truly reflective because it was really the top four teams were reasonably even. Adelaide had a good win over Melbourne. They got over the top of North, but they lost to Brisbane uh, twice now. So, but they've been dominant in every other factor. So, you know, nine and one and to go and to lose two finals would be an absolute disaster. And as I said, a waste of a season. Mm. Last one for you. Uh, I head towards the northwest suburbs when I go home each day. I travel down Port Road. I know you don't venture there very often unless you're was, going to. I was there yesterday, I told you. Mm-hmm. You had a signing session outside the plaque at Bunnings Woodville <laughs> that you opened. Um, felt really uncomfortable yesterday going past the Adelaide Entertainment Centre mm-hmm. because next to where the old Adelaide 36's offices were, they were in a, a bit of a, a building well, while they were going through a transitional period, moving from the arena uh, on Crittenden Road, moved to the entertainment centre, temporarily moved um, right next to the entertainment centre. Mm. There's a mural on a wall next to the entertainment centre of the 36ers fans, the top of the entertainment centre, and a basketballer by the name of Daniel Johnson. Big mural. Mm. DJ. He's going to be playing against the 36ers tomorrow night, and I don't know what's going to happen at the entertainment center where the, whether there's going to be a a video played or anything like that, it's uncomfortable and awkward. And I feel like they just need to remove it. (laughs) No, disagree. Disagree. We're celebrating Daniel Johnson. It would be the, the similarity would be if there was a mural over in Adelaide Oval and it had a picture of Eddie Betts would when Eddie went and played that last year at Carlton, should we paint over Eddie Betts? Of course we shouldn't. We celebrate him because he excited us and he he played and gave so much energy to when he played here. No, no different to what Daniel Johnson did over such a long period of time. It's why we hang their jerseys up in the rafters because... I get all that, mm. but the difference is Eddie Betts was celebrated and farewelled. Daniel Johnson hasn't been. But the, once again, I don't know any of the facts, but I, I'd suggest that maybe that was offered to him and he just... Correct. Had, Absolutely. And, and he, I'm and of he, the belief that it has been. And he yes. said, yeah, you know, not so much. No different to Buddy Franklin. And he's very unassuming. Exactly. Um, yeah. and, and so that everyone does it differently. Some people love the lap of honour, other people don't. And so if he doesn't want it, that's fine. You, you, all you can do is offer it to him. I think this in some ways is a is an opportunity not dissimilar to what happened when Joe Ingalls went back to play against his old team and his mm. his supporters got up and, and showed some love. And, and whilst Daniel didn't want to do that, he might find that that could be a really nice feeling when, if, and when he comes on the court. All right. Well, then the recommendation is the artist fixes his nose in the mirror <laughs> because it's a real... Doesn't look like him. It's a real conquer. It's bad. And I'm not anyone to talk about noses because I've got a big one. But um, it's right in the middle of your face too. Thank you. If you have any feedback for elephant in the room, zero four two seven one five four one double six.